I don't know what's good. I need to think of something quick. Uh, well, you've got at least 30 seconds. I hear that's more than enough time for you. Yes. <laughs> Howdy, it's Wednesday, October 6th, 2021, and this is episode 158 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I've had some rare experiences in the last week where I've actually gotten to talk to people in real life about Atlantic City. And it wasn't me? It was not you. It was other people who don't even listen to the podcast. I feel a little bit abandoned. I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah, people had questions. They wanted to know about, you know... What's good to do at resorts? <laughs> what isn't good to do at resorts? What casinos are even open anymore? I feel like that's a pretty typical question that we get. But it was nice to talk some Atlantic City. We don't do it enough on this show. How did it come up? Uh, well, one of them was my mother-in-law, because mm-hmm. she went to resorts a couple months ago on one of those like senior bus trips where they take you to resorts, and yeah. she was not impressed. <sighs> Foolish. Which, of course, I felt the need to correct. I was like, wait, 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 what did you do? And she said she mainly, like, walked the boardwalk and then just walked around in resorts. And she was not impressed with the bottom floor resorts, especially with the restaurant options, because she didn't realize that there were more restaurants upstairs. I mean, what more could you want than Ruby's Dinette and the original Soup Man and... Dunkin' Donuts. Toasted yeah. Coconut. Hagen does. Do for a win special. Toasted Coconut Donut. Indeed. And then the other person is somebody that I work with who just knows that I do the podcast, and so he was just asking me about it. Probably just to be nice, but that's fine. That's all I need in my life is just politeness. Yep. Pity, maybe. A little pity is fine. You know, for the gastro issues especially. (laughs) I mean, I think you have nothing but pity from everyone. (laughs) Anyway, what happened in 1858, Greg? Very short. The first public school was opened in 1858 at Maryland and Arctic Avenue. Before this, mainlanders were sent over to teach the island's children. This is a direct quote from the official Atlantic City, New Jersey website, their history page. It makes the islanders sound like some primitive... savages, yeah. Yeah, it's like, "Mm, is there going to be some sort of racial term thrown in here at some point? Yeah, I mean, as someone who just watched the Boardwalk Empire from tonight, (laughs) there was... There's a lot of that. Something similar said, and yeah. So that's that, that's 1858. How about How about 1958? 1958 was a tough one to find, and I almost went with another menu from a restaurant where they claimed they fish right out the window on the boardwalk. I'm not a scientist, but I'm pretty sure that wouldn't work. But I did find that Ed Hurst's Summertime on the Pier first aired. It is a two-hour dance show, uh, and then it eventually became a regular thing, I think in 1960. Every Saturday and Sunday, it was on TV in the summer months broadcasting live from the marine ballroom at the end of the steel pier so this show apparently was very popular except not popular enough to have really consistent information about it so i had to cobble stuff together from different places one place called it summertime at the pier instead of on the pier the press of ac said it was a radio show which it definitely was not a radio show it was a television show uh so i yeah i don't know about all that but From what I can tell, and I hope that this is accurate, by the late 1960s, it was airing in Philadelphia, New York, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Boston, Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Cincinnati. 
I saw somebody mention something about having seen it in Detroit, but I did not see that on the list. Uh, it changed names in 1972, The Steel Pier Show, which is apparently what everybody called it anyway. And it continued airing until 1978. So that's the show. Basically like a bandstand type show. They have acts come on and play music. You see all the kids dancing the way the kids dance. And I will read a quote from PhiladelphiaMusicalAlliance.org that says, Among the numerous celebrity guests to appear on the show were Perry Como, The Osmonds, Buddy Greco, Patty Page, Frank Sinatra Jr., Johnny Mathis, Stan Kenton, who I've never heard of, and The Carpenters. Most disappointing junior in all of music history. <laughs> That's surely not true. That's, I'm sure it's not true at all. Was a country boy can survive? Was that Hank Jr. or was that Hank the Third? I'm not sure. Oh, clearly not disappointing. Junior, yeah, yeah. Wow, I, we haven't talked about country boy can survive in a very long time. I was trying to think at some point randomly, like what song should you request in a Nashville bar? And it came to me after I was home from Nashville that I should have requested a country boy can survive. <laughs> they surely would have known it. Anyways, any thought about Ed Hurst's "Summertime on the Pier" show? Uh, absolutely not two hours of atlantic city based dancing every day i mean every week weekend day what's Saturday the name of that time. guy that does like the old people dance parties at the nugget now the geeter with the heater the geeter with the heater. he's not at the nugget <laughs> anymore but i just saw something advertised that he's somewhere else <laughs> maybe like one of the philly casinos or like bethlehem oh my goodness uh, i just saw something about him Some, too, and somehow like, that just that's back. what this reminded me of yeah no it's great definitely in the same vein i'm sure as yeah. the geeter I think Ed Hurst apparently is like a Philly broadcasting legend, I think. Ed Hurst. That's why he's at philadelphiamusicalliance.org slash honoree.php. There you go. (laughs) Being honored for something. That's right. I have a question for you. I'm ready. I see the question with my eyes, but you can read it for our listeners. So the last few trips, we've done two night trips. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of our trips in you and I's history of going to Atlantic City have been one night. We've done a few single day trips with no nights. Is that true? I want to call the premise into into question because certainly early on we did only two or three night trips. No, I've I never think. done a three night trip in Atlantic City. Okay, so only two then. I've certainly done three night trips. No, I, I've looked at my spreadsheet of my visits to Atlantic oh City gosh. to confirm that most trips have been one night. Okay, okay. Sure, Maybe sure. not the vast majority, but most. All right, go ahead. Do you think we'll ever do a one-night trip again? I mean, is this a real question? Yeah. Or Yeah, yeah, of course we will. So for you, it's further than for me. For me, like two hours to get there. I say two hours, but door to door, it ends up taking like four and a half because freaking public transit. It seems like the stuff that we did in the last trip, the mm-hmm. all the non-casino stuff that was really enjoyable, is much easier to do when you have two nights because not just the time, obviously, but adding extra meals, right? Like if you only have one dinner and one lunch and one breakfast and then you're out of town, mm-hmm. you don't really get a chance to do a lot of the stuff that we did. Not nearly as much. Yeah, and you're certainly not going to you know, spend a bunch of time at like the Chelsea Pub and Inn or Ducktown Tavern. I feel like going for two nights really opens that up. And my enjoyment of the two-night trip is just so much higher. So it's almost like, is it worth going fewer times but for two nights a trip rather than maybe going more trips that are only one night a trip i think it's it's probably like my impression 
is different than yours for a couple of reasons. One, I think I don't mind when I trips nearly as much as you do. As you say, I am definitely, it's, it's a bit more of a hassle for me to get there, but there's just a lot of times for me where I won't be able to do a two night trip, but like I absolutely would do a, a one night trip or I know you've done one night trips where I've come down and visited you for the day. Come up, I guess. Have you done any, have you done day trip only ever? Yeah, I certainly met you there. I've never okay. done, I don't think I've ever done a day trip. Like, you've been there longer, and I've just come for the day. Mm-hmm. I know there's been at least one trip where you stayed an extra night. Like, I think you had people meeting you there. So that might have been a three-night trip for you, where I stayed for two nights. Yeah. Yeah, maybe my idea is flawed that, like, this, oh, you would get more trips if you were doing all one-nighter trips. Like, maybe that's not even true, and it's just the same number of trips anyway. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a question like we can go more if we do more one-night trips. So it, it's worth trying to make it so they're two-night trips, but... I think there'll be weekends where, hey, we're available for one night or whatever, or even like if you and Paul are going for two nights, I'd still come for one if that's what I can do. Yeah, I think if I was in a situation where I had easier access to the car on weekdays, that would make a big difference. But you're right, we probably will still do one night trips. Absolutely. I have one planned right now at the end of the month. Who knows if I'll go or not? (laughs) I have a room booked. That's true. Did you, you know, make dinner reservations, show tickets, all that stuff? Just saw a Friday night comp at Borg and took it. Did you book your uh, New Year's Eve reservation at Resorts? Oh, I did not book that. But yes, I was excited to see that I had the possibility of getting a New Year's Eve reservation. But they said I had to check out on New Year's Day, which is fine. You should book it and then see if they bump you from it and offer you something. Although, like, what do you really want from Resorts? It's not like, you know, some Vegas tripping Mike E situation where he books during some fight and knows that he's going to get bumped and uses it to get the super mm-hmm. palatial suite at the win or the borgata borgata haha <laughs> the bellagio i don't think they would bump me i don't know i mean i can put it in just to see but how big is resorts really doing new year's eve that's my yeah question. like how much better of a player can they get in there if they bump me out is it worth like possibly pissing me off yeah and it's not like they've got a big club in there right you know they need to fit everyone in for the hq2 like, are all the olds going to Atlantic City for New Year's Eve? Probably some are. Yeah, I think they probably are. Resorts is exactly where they want to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's just like any Saturday, any week weekend night. Is they just want to be resorts. I mean, that's where I want to be. All right. So anyway, that's a good segue into my curveball question, which I, I meant to ask kind of earlier on, but uh, this question is actually a slightly added version of a, a question that Paul asked both of us some months ago uh, when we were talking about where we were going to stay on our last trip. So I, I will shorten this up a little bit so we can have a discussion, but what is your top three list of where you'd like to stay and gamble in Atlantic City if money were no objects? Oh, that's tough. I would have said Hard Rock. Paul confirms that you did say Hard Rock was your number one. Yeah, so I think before the trip, I, I would have said Hard Rock. Having spent some time in Borgata, after a while not spending time in Borgata, uh-huh. I might have to give Borgata more uh, juice or whatever, like rank it a little higher. I don't know if it's number one because of the, like, the location. I just can't take out of the equation. Like, I really prefer to be on the boardwalk. We've talked about that for 158 so episodes. So you, you're going back to Hard Rock, though? Yeah, I guess I would go Hard Rock number one, Borgata number two. And then it's really tough because, like, I like a lot of things about Ocean. The rooms are very nice, obviously. The, you know, casino's very new. But, like, the time we spend at resorts seems more enjoyable to me than the time we spend at Ocean. 
So I feel like I would go resorts third, even though that seems like, you know, resorts is obviously not as nice as ocean. So interestingly, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I told Paul on September 2nd. For me, Borgata 1, Caesars 2, Resorts 3. And I think if you ask me right now, I would actually switch Resorts and Caesars. So interestingly, Caesars not even in your top five. No. But uh, yeah, for me, I think Borgata is still clearly the best. It's the place I want to be the most, though I agree with you. There is a lot of benefit to staying on the boardwalk. That's really the only negative thing I can say about Borg is that it is not on the boardwalk. It's pretty well established now on the show how much both of us, I think, love resorts. And and even though I had the most basic room that they offer this trip, just a standard ocean tower room, it was totally fine. It'd been recently refurbished and yeah, it was in no way offensive at all. (laughs) A a better product than a a lot of what you'll get at quote unquote nicer casinos, I think. And then for me, just like location and I don't know if it's nostalgia. I mean, certainly I've played there a lot, but, and the fact Centaurian Tower rooms are very nice. I think Caesars would still probably be number three for me. It it is well known though. Like you obviously have Hard Rock as your number one. I am a known Hard Rock hater. I just don't like it. I can understand how someone could have Ocean or Hard Rock or Trop all above Caesars. Like I totally get it. Or even, even Terra's maybe. Yeah, I used to love Caesars, but I just feel like it got so stale. The rooms, for the most part, need some updating, which they're doing. Yeah, certainly the Ocean Tower room I stayed in right before the pandemic was extremely not nice. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. And I, and even the Centurion rooms, which I used to really love, are getting mm-hmm. pretty long Yeah, in tooth, I haven't so. stayed in Centurion Tower in a long time. So it is possible they're a bit long in the tooth as well. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I keep coming back to Hard Rock. Just because I do like it a lot. And I totally understand why some people are not huge Hard Rock fans, especially... like The as rooms far as- are, are nice, I think, that are fine. I mean, I just... I cannot stand that casino floor. Like, I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, and I totally understand why people, like, don't like... Especially the table game layout. But, yeah, it doesn't bother me really at all. I sort of like everything else about it enough to, to make up for it, even though it's not my favorite place to play games. But, yeah, I just like everything else about it. There's a follow-up question to that, which also came from my brother, Paul. Sure. Which was, what if the rooms were $300 a night everywhere? Isn't that the same question, though, as we no. just answered? If the rooms are $300 a night, is the option then there are only a couple places you'd even go? Uh, I see, I see, I see. So for me, like, at 300 bucks, I think I'm basically thinking Hard Rock, Borgata, or Bust. Like, or, or I'm just not even going to Atlantic City. Define rooms. I mean... If it's, like, a nice room somewhere else, like, you know, if we're talking Forum Tower or whatever, then, like, obviously not. But, like, a lot of these properties have a big variation between, like, the base level room and, like, the nicest normal room. Yeah, I guess I would say, like, for 300 bucks a night, you're assuming it's at least a nicer normal room. You're not getting, mm-hmm. like, the West Tower at Tropicana or something. Right. So, assuming you're getting, you know, the Havana Tower yep. or, you know, Centurion. whatever the nicest tower at Caesars is anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Rendezvous Tower. Sure. I mean, I feel like... The Water Club? Yeah. I've never stayed in the Water Club, by the way. I, I need to stay in the Water Club. It's on my list. So if we were... Say we... Like, for this last trip, everything was 300 bucks a night. We couldn't get comps anywhere. 
it's a weird question for me. Like, I wouldn't go, probably, if that were the case. Or I would go a different weekend. Let's say there's some rule casinos aren't allowed to give comps out anymore. For one, like, that probably makes casinos in general less attractive to me, which is silly given that the room cost is, like, a fairly small part of my total expenditures in Atlantic City. But whatever. That's just one of my personal issues, I guess. But I'm with you. Yeah, if it's just like, whatever, rooms are $300 if you want to go, that's what you have to pay. Like, I don't think it really changed anything for me too much. I think it's basically the same as the first question, then. I think what I was trying to get at is what you said, which is that, you, like, we wouldn't have gone that weekend. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, so I, I guess that's sort of like, you know, if something happened where demand just skyrocketed and rooms were always $300, like, I feel like we would just go a lot less. It would feel harder in my mind to justify as like a cheap vacation, which obviously it's not. It's given. The I mean, way I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't ever <laughs> justify it as a cheap vacation. I don't know. That's that's it justifies me going to gamble to myself. So that's true. Yeah, I think we have different. I never. I'm like, this is going to be a cheap vacation. It could be a profitable vacation, though. It could be. It could be. Yeah. It has happened in the past, but not for a long time. And it only has to happen once for you to always be able to justify it as like no. It's going to be fine. I'm going to go make money, which I actually never think mm. when I'm going into a trip. So that's that. The curveball question. And clearly for both of us, the opposite of the curveball question, what is the property you would least want to stay in? It has to be Golden Nugget, right? Even though neither of us have ever stayed there. Yeah. I mean, I, w I would do it just because I have never done it. Mm -hmm. Like if I was going 10 times a year, I would stay at Golden Nugget just to do it. Yep. But with us only going every like four months or three months so hard to use one of those trips on like oh let's just experiment with golden nugget i mean we can't even convince ourselves to go to the freaking marina so except i mean you as you said you have borgata book <laughs> i mean who knows if i'll go but next time i think we should do uh it'll be winter we can do harris it'll be good solo atlantic city like the facebook group you're going to, yeah. to uh, borgata solo if i didn't have kids certainly i would think that would probably be happening a lot more I like to tell myself that if I didn't have kids and it was just like me living, you know, in squalor by myself. I don't think you would. I just, I'm not that, like, I very not a motivated person no. to do that kind of stuff. Although, I don't know, I guess if you were going, I would need a buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't strike me as someone who would ever just go to Atlantic City by yourself. Ever. Now that I have kids, oh, true. it sounds true. amazing. Just like, oh, it would be really great to just be able to go for like one night by myself. Because, you know, going anywhere for one night by myself sounds amazing. So Vegas, one night, six hours on a flight plane. Yeah, worth well worth it. <laughs> that sounds great. Come on, it's like five and a half hours. Yeah, and then it's faster on the and way back. And it's like though. four and a half hours yeah. on the way home. So, sure. Except for the time change, because then it's like ten <laughs> hours. Do you want to talk about the new restaurant, our one piece of news? I, I sure can. So there's a new restaurant at Hard Rock in the old Robert's Steakhouse space, which I don't know where it was, by the way, but that's fine. It's called Sandpiper Coastal Bar and Grill. Uh, this is according to an article from the Press of Atlantic City. The Sandpiper Coastal Bar and Grill is only open for dinner. It's open till 10 on weeknights and 11 on Friday and Saturday. It is closed Tuesday and Wednesday. Just more casinos hating on people there midweek. <laughs> It has kind of small plates, sort of, I guess, sounding a bit like tapas. You say that it sounds like the Continental to you. The review by Ryan Laughlin in the Press of AC was quite glowing. Do you, I, I guess you're excited about this, it seems like, from some of the notes you have here. I have to read from the Ryan Laughlin article. Inventive, fun dishes with amazing fresh ingredients and gorgeous plating in an atmosphere that is bright and inviting. Speaking of your reading, just to 
to lead you astray a bit. I don't know if it was while we were all together, but I definitely walked by the outside entrance to the Kiss Kiss or whatever oh, yes. at the drop yeah, one time, and I had a had a laugh about it, remembering your most famous ad read yes. in Dooferwin history. Dispassionate dancers. dancers. I don't think the Kiss Kiss ever reopened, by the way. And it just was a lot of red lips and dispassionate dancers. Yeah, it's no longer the Kiss Kiss a go-go, it's the Kiss Kiss, and apparently it's just no longer, period. Mm. Just like Olan and Akacha and... Yeah, what the hell, Trump? Everything else in Trump. <laughs> anyway, keep keep t- telling us about the Sandpiper. Yeah, I mean, it's... I looked at the menu. They, it's available on the Hard Rock website. If you go check it out, the, like, menu looks very generic in terms of the design. So that was kind of funny. The Press of Atlantic City article talks about how, you know, it's tapas, but it's not Spanish like Amada, which is the only other tapas place in Atlantic City. It's more, I don't know, American, I guess. The menu stuff sounds interesting. We've talked about how Hard Rock's food is sort of underwhelming. The restaurant game there is pretty underwhelming. Do you think that this sounds like it ups the game for them, or is this just more par for the course? I don't know. I think it it would have to depend. We'd have to try it, I guess, and see how it is. It sounds like something I would be, be happy to try. I see it says here that you still owe me a meal, which is true. I'm happy to go with you. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah. The one thing that I have to say I'm disappointed about when I looked at the menu, is that they have a local tap list where they have six local beers on tap, which is fine. You don't need a ton, except five of them are IPAs and one is a cream ale, which I like IPAs, but if you only got six taps, like, mix it up a little, man. Yeah. Is it six taps or just six taps for local stuff? Because certainly if you want, like, a Pilsner or whatever, you know, there's plenty of crappy pilsners that are always available i can't even guarantee that these are on tap they might be uh. bottles and cans but yeah and then they've got all the macros they've got i mean it's like everything you'd expect but right. miller light coarse light blue moon it's not terribly surprising to me i mean i think ipas are by a very wide margin the most popular style of beer yeah i also wonder like in the winter will we see this change to more darker beers uh maybe that sounds good get a good stout or something yeah, you see, like, I know the, the barcade in Manhattan and Jersey City and all over the place now. Like, the, if you go in the summer, it's just all IPA, like, light beer, everything. And then if you go in the winter, they've got all the, like, seasonal stuff and it's more mm-hmm. crazy gingerbread stout and 10% alcohol dark stuff that you know I love. Uh, so that'll, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I'm interested to see if anyone goes who's in our Facebook group or any of the other Facebook groups and has a review. But I'm happy to see Hard Rock get something else because they it feels like they need something else. And the Robert Steakhouse was one of the holdovers from the old Trumptage that like sued to be able to keep their lease and did. Mm. And then Hard Rock finally kicked them out. Just like the scores. Just like the scores. So is it up on the second floor? Just I like the scores? Like around it that is. part? Uh-huh. Which is why I never saw the Robert Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we talk August data? Yeah, August data on October the 6th. I think there's good news and bad news about the August data. The bad news is that it was not as good as the July data, but the good news is no one really would have expected that. And it seems otherwise like it was a very solid month. I think the the top line is $262 million made in the casinos in August. Every single casino was up year over year, though Bally's was only technically up. It was up like ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> let's see, two thousand dollars up from. <laughs> That's more than ten. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, yeah, every casino is up from August 2020, which it's good. It's the first full month that everything was open again last year after after COVID. But I think people are still a bit more reticent. So as a whole, it was up 32% from last year. The top line numbers, I guess Borgata was the number one casino at 52 million, then Hard Rock at 46 million, and Ocean at 33 million were the top three. What stands out to you, Craig? So, just for reference, this is still 8% worse than August 2019 pre-pandemic, although August 2019 was a five-Saturday month. <laughs> so, it actually seems pretty, pretty good. good. Like, it yeah. seems right on par. I, I think the extra Saturday, that's about what you'd expect the difference to be, or about what we've seen the difference to be. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it seems like it's right back to where it was, or very close. I mean, the Hard Rock number just jumped out at me. $45 million is is a big number for them. And it's very close to Borgata at 52. So I looked into the numbers a little bit, and I did see Borgata's win percentage on table games seemed very low. It was the lowest in Atlantic City this month. It was just under 10%. The other ones were like 12%, 15 17 18 that range. In July, Borgata's win percentage was 17%. In June, it was 25%. So this is like the percentage that they actually win on mm. what's like, you know, dumped onto the table. Usually you'll see, I think just from my experience of looking at them, between like 15 and 20 is, is fairly normal. Yeah, I mean, the, seeing the 25 was sort of like mind-blowing because, holy crap, like that's a crazy high number for table game take. But it does make me think the 10% is probably some bad luck. Mm-hmm. with a high roller or a couple high rollers. So I don't think that Hard Rock's as close to Borgata as this makes it seem, as much as I want them to be. But it was interesting from that standpoint, the lower end valleys in last place, sort of maybe as you'd expect, although I don't think they were in last last time. I think Nugget was just behind them. But Bally's, Golden Nugget, and Resorts were the only ones under $24 million dollars. And they were all way back under 18.5. Resorts had 18.4. Golden Nugget had 15.9. Bally's had 15.5. So they're kind of straggling back there. But the fact that everybody else was over 24, like that looks pretty good to me. So I was, I thought the numbers were really good. I think, I think they're also very good. I think these are good numbers for Atlantic City. Demand is high. All rooms are now $300. You heard it here first. (laughs) Even for the highest of rollers. Yeah. If you book a comp room, they will bump you. Not even That's you right. receive any night. Thursday in September, doesn't matter. But you know who wouldn't bump you? Do for a win. If you buy a shirt, you'll get your shirt. Unless you order a size that we don't actually have in stock. That's true. But I think you remove them from the list, correct? I try. We have not gotten a shirt order in a very, very long time. Well, if you would like to get a shirt, you could do that at 241.com. If you'd like to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash do for win. Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig some questions to do for win at gmail.com and we may even answer them on air. Any last words, Craig? We should go back to Atlantic City, but definitely not in October when you have Borgata Room booked. When do you want to go? I'm pretty free. I was supposed to be in Europe next week, and that's not happening. So I'm sitting in my house doing nothing. Let's go to Europe instead. (laughs) With a stop in Atlantic City on the way back. (laughs) I mean, it is on the way. Yeah. It's right by the ocean. All we know is that certainly if you're going to Europe from Dover Air Force Base, Atlantic (laughs) City is a good place to stop. We found that out last week. Yes, please check episode 157, the first few minutes, <laughs> for that reference. Should we talk Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, so I just, new season. I just got finished watching it literally less than an hour ago. So yeah, episode one, season four. 
basically we got to see kind of the situation in Atlantic City with all of the old cast of characters, or almost all of them. So Nucky is basically just trying to make peace with Mazaria. Seems like it goes okay as far as we can tell. We don't actually know. Other than that, it was just kind of him hanging out with some random new lady. No signs of Margaret at all in the episode, mm-hmm. though I'm sure she'll be around at some point. We got to see Harrow go home back to the farm in Wisconsin, I guess where he's from. See his sister again. Kill a bunch of people on the way. Yeah, kill some people on the way. Don't know exactly what's up with that, but I suspect we'll find more out about that. And got to see some stuff about Chalky's new club that he's opening and some trouble and hijinks that, uh, I don't remember his name. Chalky's. Yeah, the guy he met in jail. Yeah, the guy who got the crap kicked out of him in jail. (laughs) Had some hijinks, had an unfortunate run-in with, I guess, a guy trying to sell Chalky an act and his wife. But, I don't know, I don't think there was really too much that happened, just kind of setting the stage, I think, for future episodes. Julian is alive, I was wrong. Oh, and very, very drug-addled. Apparently, that was the decision that she made coming out of her near-death experience with heroin, is that she needs to continue doing doing hard drugs. Oh, I just assumed it was like an after-school special, where like she she took it <laughs> once, and now she's just hooked on all manner yeah. of drugs. That's right, because we got to see her doing heroin and cocaine, I yeah. believe, in the episode. So. so she's trying to get official custody of Tommy... She also seems to maybe have a new suitor in the main character from Office Space. It it is. We're just trying to bring everybody in from Office Space. Yeah, we got so, you know, last season, so Je- Jennifer Aniston will probably be on next episode. <laughs> and I need the guy from the uh, fake TJ Fridays. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He talks about the pieces of flair. That's the next guy I want. In, in he kind of seems like like Meyer Lansky. I wouldn't. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's kind of the vibe I get from him. So. Oh yeah. So Meyer and Lucky seem to have like broken up. Like Lucky's now with Masseria, uh, Myers with Rastine. I don't, I don't buy it. Uh, there's a new crooked fed in town, and he kills the old crooked fed, or gets the old crooked fed killed. Yeah, I think that's the main everything. It's just a whole lot of different threads, and we haven't seen where any of them are going to go. Yeah, it got my interest. I thought it was a way better start to the season than last season, which is not hard. Yeah, it seems fine. Are you excited for 19 more episodes of Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, should be okay. I think it'll be good. I have a second wind now that we're done season three. Yeah. Even just seeing the like recap of last season, just all the Jip stuff, I was like, uh, this all took so long. But I did get to see Jip get killed again. So, you know, there's a little oh. payoff there. Uh, yeah, that's, I didn't have that in mind. That's why my, my version was a bit shorter than yours, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we're watching on very official channels in case there's any question. You know, HBO Max only, mm-hmm. which is where it's available. Just like you always book your own hotel rooms. Correct. Correct. Yes. Because we would never not do that. That would be ethically questionable yes no we would never do anything ethically questionable that's for sure we would certainly never take the do ac logo and alter it slightly (laughs) and put it on a shirt that wouldn't happen that that would be trademark infringement and that is wrong any other thoughts i mean we just all we did was recap it we didn't really say much about our feelings about it Uh, there was nothing happened nothing happened it's just setting the stage there's nothing to talk about in terms of feelings there's lots of very uncomfortable racism kyle when Nucky and his lady friend were watching the performance and she said it made her feel primal or something like that, it made me very uncomfortable. That's, that was, yeah, so obviously, you know, intended to do that to you. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, no, no, that was that was what they were going for, certainly. I think that's it. We'll see what happens. I'm assuming we'll get more. Maybe it'll just be like one episode about each of these things. Like, it's so much stuff that they introduced for 12-episode season, but I guess they got not, and And also, the, the, the weird setup that uh, Chalky's friend got himself into also made me uncomfortable, but I think that was also <laughs> what that meant to be yeah, doing. So. 100%. I mean, I was pretty sure that that was the direction that... The, I mean, not that he yeah. was going to kill that guy, but certainly a direction that he, it was like his doing oh, yeah. to get him to sleep with his wife, but... Yep. 
on to the next boardwalk empire on to the next well if you have uh you already did that part i know i've ruined the whole episode we'll have to start over from the beginning re-record the entire episode well howdy it's wednesday (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys very much for listening and and have a good couple weeks and we'll talk to you soon I've been playing the win slots, as you know. Indeed. I've heard a lot about you. Yeah, I racked up a bunch of gems today, and I was sort of, like, doing the math and, and like, how many days it would take to, like, be able to confidently say you could get two weekend nights at win. And it's like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. It makes no sense. Like, there's no reason to do it, and I cannot stop myself. You just love it.